Sunday talking about Renfield. Yep, a new horror movie, well, comedy mm-hmm. horror movie satire kind of piece um, starring Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage and Aquafina, yes. I believe is her name. Yes. Um, very talented young cast. Oh, yeah. Um, not really young, actually, I would say, more seasoned. Well, I think you I think you say young because Aquafina and Nicholas Holt are really becoming stars in the industry right now. I think yeah. they're both in their thirties, but they're weird, both like though, hitting that. They like both tried like ten years ago to be relevant. So Well, they've been working it's on their careers. Weird now that they've kind of blown up. Yeah, it's cool. It, it is cool. And it, they it's deserve really cool. it. And they really do deserve it. And honestly, my hat goes up to both of them. Oh, yeah. They, they both did a fantastic job. She did a great job with bringing the comedy element to it. He did an amazing job with the horror element. I mean, he does a really good job with his face. And the fact that this is the director of the Lego Batman movie, which was a big hit, but it's kind of a different uh, take than this. Yeah. Uh, he he knows what he's fucking doing. And this movie just turned out really good. It, it's even produced by Skybound Entertainment, which that's Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead and all these great graphic novels and, and television so shows. Yeah. And uh, they fucking – and they just had a really good team around this, a good vision for it, and a good, like, plot. And I think it all came together to make a pretty solid movie. Yeah. Not the best thing ever, but pretty solid. Yeah, and, like, I was speaking to Daniel earlier outside, and we were talking about the black phone and how we feel, like, that that's what that movie was missing compared to this movie. This movie had just enough Dracula. Yeah. To If it had any more in it, it would have been, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it much. I agree. I think because the, the story with the black phone is that Ethan Hawke had cultivated this really eerie, sinister, awesome like character that could almost be iconic if it had enough screen time and you only get about 15-20 minutes of it and it feels not enough. And it's like in little increments. Like yeah. He's like three or four like 15, no I'm sorry, like three or four like five minute increments. Yeah, there. exactly. And it, it's, it's like no, like that's not starring like no. Yeah. But like that's what it reminds me, like the opposite of. Like this one had just enough structure. With not too much either. With not too much. It had just enough. It wasn't Nick Caged out the ass. Yeah, if it was Nick Caged out the ass, it probably wouldn't have been as good. I would have enjoyed it. 
but it probably wouldn't have been as good. I, I will have to say, normally, I tell you guys, like, whether or not, like, your teens and whatnot can watch this. Yes, it's gory. I'm not going to lie. It is a very, very, very gory film. It really is. But, that being said, I do think that a younger horror fan, if you wanted to have your child watch this or they ask you if them and their friends could watch it or something, I do think that it's somewhat kind of, it's not totally inappropriate is what I'm trying to say here. Like, if you can handle, like, blood guts and whatnot and gore and everything and they can handle it, then go ahead and let them watch it. Because they might really enjoy it. And you might really enjoy it. So, really, it's a really good movie. It really is. I mean, it wasn't fantastic or anything, but it made me laugh. It was killing me. Like, it made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised by how much I laughed. And I laughed at everybody. Not just one single solidary person. I will say, though, I feel so bad for this young man named Kyle. Everybody, uh, there's always someone that gets picked on in a movie like this. Yeah. A parody movie, whatever. Yeah. Because I don't really consider this a parody movie, but I do consider it a satire on other vampire films. Yeah, it is. Is the way that I would put it. It's a satire on Dracula. And with that being said, that's really hard to do. But they did a fantastic job. And I will have to say as well is the creative team and the directing team did an amazing job. It was beautiful. It wasn't too dark. Yeah. Even when you were in his little cave thing. It wasn't too dark. I could see everything that was going on. Yeah, visually it was. It was stunning, the whole movie. It All the good. action scenes looked good. The cinematography was beautiful. I've, and I agree with you. The lighting was never a problem throughout yeah. the whole movie, which can be hard with with darkness-type movies. And I was worried about that because yeah. it's, it's Dracula. So I was actually worried. Yeah, I and you have reason like, to. Am I even going to be able to watch this? And, like, it's in the middle of the daytime. We just watched it, like... Yeah, it's good. The thing about this, and and then I'll say this, and we'll get into full spoiler territory. Okay. You take this, which is a different take on the Dracula mythos and Renfield and everything, and then you take the movie that came out either last year or the year before, The Invitation, which is another Dracula flick, but it takes in a completely different... Last year. Last year. Uh, with the girl from Game of Thrones, Natalie Samuel, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, all right movie, but this to me this is miles better. It's just a different take, and it's not only is it comical, but it's got a little heart to it. It's got a little plot to it. There's backstories, and now we'll get into spoilers because Aquafina, who is uh, Officer Quincy, and I think she st- she has become. Such a star. She was great in Shang-Chi. She's already in the MCU, so she, you know she's made for life. And she's Shang-Chi's funny friend. And she here she's just an absolute badass. Her, her uh, dad was killed at the hands of the Lobo mob, and, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. 
and she is out for fucking justice. And that brings her to Ryan Fields at some point. And, and they develop a kind of a touching relationship that I'm glad never gets romantic. Because yeah, even the, at one point sexual. you were at point you were like, oh, they're gonna fuck, and, and we we do that a lot, and most of the times they do, but they always kind of seem like really good friends, and especially yeah. at the end, it's like they left as like really good friends that cared for each other. Yeah, and it's like that's really cool to see where not every relationship in movies have to be. I just think it's so funny that they were casually talking about Dracula, like that. That's what gets me, is that they're just, like, casually talking about him. Like, he's just, like, any other Joe Schmo on the street. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, this sort of a good little line for centuries. Like, no. Like, he's powerful. Scary. Yeah. So, that was, I, I, I don't know. It's a fun ride. It's a real, it really is. That's what I would say. It's a very fun ride. If you're okay with comedy being in your horror, then you would like this movie. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just overall the word I can think of, especially on the second watch, much more than the first watch, is fun and entertainment. It's just a good – you don't have to think too much. You don't have to fucking – It doesn't take itself too seriously. But Nicolas Cage is also trying to give you a dedicated – to the source material and good Dracula approach while also hamming it up and being corny and making the metal sign at the end when they finally get rid of him and shit and doing the funny nuances and stuff and being Nick Cage because at this point he did a really good job with his accent I'm sorry he did he did an amazing job he with did. his accent that's what I like amazing job he did but he also Nick Caged it up, and he's at this point he's like I'm a legend, and I know, I know what I have to do to make a role good, and he's doing it, and and even in this, you know, he might ham it up a little bit, but he's still like playing a pretty good version of Dracula, and when he does get menacing, like we just had this talk, I do think in, in ways he is menacing, and like some of the ways he talks to Ryan or Renfield, and some of the and when he talks to Aquafina at the end, and he can get really brutal and mean oh, and yeah. sinister. And even though he's kind of funny and he's like, oh, evil, and like, but he's really like. When he takes out all those people. Yeah, he's a brutal son of a bitch throughout this whole movie. Like, guys, I've never seen somebody take out so many people in such quick time other than Texas Chainsaw Massacre with this bus scene. Yeah. Remember when they were all holding up some fun? Yeah, I do. You're going to go viral if you do anything. Yeah. He killed all of them. That was a but, good one. But, like, that, that, it was quick. It was very quick. Like, it was and so quick. That's what you need to understand about vampires. They're quick. They're very quick. And I will have to say to another performance, because I touched on the two that are really good, but we cannot overshadow what Nicholas Holt has been able to do in Hollywood to be able to be a smarky, douchey, foodie kind of like not good person that you don't want to root for in the menu to like a lovable dupe zombie and fucking warm bodies. And like warm bodies came out first. No, I know. I, I didn't mean to phrase it that way, but to go from these different roles and like, he's just a different type of leading man. He's not a big muscular. He's not like a Mel Gibson or a Jason Statham. He's not a typical action. He's not a drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. 
I mean, he's a little handsome, but he's like a slender, like kind of creepy, like he's got a weird face. And he just, he really is a different type of actor that you can throw in movies like this that are a little off kilter and a little like odd for like a, a fucking, Tom Cruise couldn't do this. You know, like people like you, you can't get like a, he's kind of clean cut, but he's also like got this weird groove to him and it works for shit like this. Yes, I would agree. A little less sinister Matt Smith. Yeah. Because Matt Smith can get he, pretty... Him, well, well, yeah. Um, I'm sure Matt Smith would have killed it this too, but uh, I just think Nicholas Holt is becoming like a really good leading man in a different way. Yeah. And he, he he's really choosing his roles good, and I think if he keeps going, he's going to have a hell of a career. So. Absolutely, I agree. And, and I liked him in this. I thought he was like... Cause he's not like an overly hero. He's kind of a pussy. You know, he's fucking Nicholas Cage's bitch. He's Dracula's like little slave boy. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like working past that and growing the therapy groups and shit. Like he, his character arc is like fun, but it's not like a overly like medieval heroic. Like he's a badass. Like he does have some action scenes where he's fucking people up and looking cool, but they have a good balance of making them look cool and also making them look like kind of a coward. And then bringing that full circle in the end to where he's like kind of a good guy and rounded out. Absolutely. One of the best character arcs in the movie. Aquafina had a cool little side story, but it felt like Renfield grew by the end of it. Yeah, I I, I would definitely agree, and absolutely, I would I would say that. And I think it's funny that um they maintained the legend and the myth of eating bugs. Mm-hmm. To give the familiar powers because that's actually a thing. Yeah. That's actually like a legend that has been not proven true because vampires haven't been proven true. Yeah. But it's a legend and it's been touched on in other Dracula based things as well. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer when Dracula was around. He made Xander his familiar, and Xander ate spiders. Yeah. Like every couple of minutes. So there you go. Like more bugs you eat, more power you get. Yeah. So little gross. Yeah, it is a little gross. But I understand the concept, and I like the fact that they kept it to the vampire legends like it was comedy but it wasn't too hokey that it took away from the legends of vampires Mm -hmm. like the sun still burned his ass like you know what I mean like there was still the vampire mythology but they did a comedic way of it and I think they did a really good job yeah and they had some good villains even besides him the mob boss mom did her thing uh, Mama Lobo and and Teddy Lobo played by Ben Schwartz. I think he did a hell of a job, and I've seen him in a couple things. But he really he had a lot of fun with like when he was alone with Dracula. Dracula's laughing, and they're like making this deal to like work together. And he's like, uh, "Are you happy? Or are you gonna fuck me up?" <laughs> it's just a funny line, and he just he says some funny stuff. And he's not overly menacing. He doesn't need to be, but he's a fun like kind of cool bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's like this like sniveling douche. Yeah, because he's basically like, oh, are you sad because Dracula killed me over you? Yeah. 
And it's like, what the fuck? Like, no, he's been with them for centuries. Like, he doesn't want to be with them anymore. Yeah, and I like how at, at the end, Redfield's like, you know, you're just becoming his slave. Like, and he's like, that's not true. Me, we went over it. Me and Master. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. But I, every everybody worked their performance and knew that the movie that they were in had to be over the top. And Nicholas Holt did a good job at keeping it grounded enough so everybody else could be over the top. And Aquafina could run around the police station saying, fuck you, Kyle, and flipping everybody off. That and... poor Kyle. Yeah. I feel so bad for that poor mm-hmm. Kyle. I really do. That <laughs> well, poor guy. guy too, I mean, he yeah, did all end the up cops being, was a corrupt he cop. being a corrupt cop. So, I mean, he deserves it. But, I mean, it is just... It was fun. They always have that one character, and that, that you made fun of, yeah. That they make fun of and they rip on, like like in scaring the um three with the little boy. Yes. You know, like when they stop the car when they're getting married because they realize they didn't get him. Yeah. And he's running towards them and they're fucking driving backwards and they run over it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's that kind of thing. Like. I agree, and. and it it was, but it was funny, and it was a funny little gag. And her being such a rebellious badass, and her sister being kind of a goody two shoes FBI agent, and them going through the same tragedy with their dad. That was a fun little side relationship to explore in the movie. This had meat on the bones too. It's not just a visually fun movie with some camp and like there is plot to it, and yeah. the plot isn't shitty. No. You know, it's not the fucking greatest thing ever, but it's it's it not was terrible. Written decently. Yeah, it's a good movie. And Aquafina plays it really well. You, it feels like she really, her dad really, you know, passed away, mm-hmm. and f- at the hands of this mob. And she was really this badass, rebellious, you know, chick that didn't take shit from anybody. And I think it's we need to mention too that the father that was killed was was actually a cop as well. And one of the best, most respected cops in the force. But that also has me thinking as well. Is was the dad a good cop or was the dad a bad cop? I would like to think it went uh, corrupt way, after him. Yeah, the way Teddy talked, he was a good cop. Yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah, and then I would think just the rest of the force just... Okay, just because that popped in my head real quick, like, wait yeah. a minute, like, if the whole police force is corrupted, then... Maybe her dad was a dirty cop. Oh, yeah, he was the good guy, and the rest of them were. Yeah, or you. That's what I'm saying. Or you could connect those dots, especially with the scene when they're all working together with the mob, that they did the same thing to the yeah. dad and oh, then wow. killed him. Like, uh, okay. that's so kind of where similar. I took it in my you head. You took it to a similar place. Yeah, to where it's like, oh, the dad found out too, just like, you know, his daughter did, but he got killed instead of offered a promotion and shit. Or he wouldn't take the promotion or something like that. That's what I would think would happen. But I, I, I loved everybody's performance in this. And the plot, it was written well. And the scariness was not there. But it didn't have to be there. This was not a scary movie. And it didn't need to be. This is not really a horror movie. It's a, it's a comedy action horror would be the third thing in the, in the lineup, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought for all and purposes and what it's trying to be, it worked really well. My first viewing of this, I was like, it's kind of corny. But then I saw it again. It's like the corniness is what makes it charming and what makes it actually a good flick to revisit and go back to. Yeah. So I'm actually higher on it than I thought I would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was my first time watching it, and I'll say it was was good. 
it was really good. I mean, it wasn't fantastic or anything, but like I said, I really loved the cinematography. I loved how they did the set lighting. Yeah. And the soundtrack was the soundtrack great. Oh, yeah. was absolutely fantastic. There are some songs in there that they're all remixed, basically, so I'm guessing they did that to avoid copyright. Well, I mean, they usually have to pay money for that shit, do. but... But, like, they they had a scene where they were fighting to a song <laughs> from a very, very famous opera named Carmen. Yeah. And this song is called Havanera, and it's very famous, and they took the lyrics out of it, and they made it into a fucking fight scene, and it was just beautiful. Yeah. Like, there's, I hate to say it, that there's blood and guts and stuff going everywhere, but it was like an art piece. It was. It was like a piece of art. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't have the lyrics, but it didn't need to. No. And then, all of a sudden, they're playing the fucking Beastie Boys, Sabotage, but they had to remix that, so I don't know if Daniel got that one or not. And yeah. And then... They busted out um, a song from My Chemical Romance, which, I mean, it had that song hasn't been relevant since 2009. I still listen to it, but my music tastes are stuck in 2009. So, I mean, that's not a surprise, but it's a surprise it was, to hear it on a brand new Yeah, and it was a very uppity, you know, kind of rocky, like, like types of soundtrack that worked with all the action scenes. Yeah. And and it all went to making this character look cool that wasn't really always cool throughout the movie. And that's what I think it did very well, to where when Renfield had to beat some ass, it looked badass. Yeah. And it sounded bad. And all the music's playing into it. You're wild, And he's doing flips and kicking people. and like, Pulling arms off. Pulling arms off, ripping face is off like if we did a top kills for all the kills that he did like you could do a top 10 for that alone and when he takes out teddy at the end with that fucking roundhouse kick to the stomach that makes him puke blood out of his ass i don't know if that's shit or blood it looked like blood but it looked like he shit himself too and he fucking puked <laughs> blood out of his mouth it was the coolest shit i've ever seen he broke <laughs> his body in half yeah like, Ryan that would does be equivalent of like a deer running into a car yes Renfield does some sick fucking shit in this. And, you know, and, you know, Quincy does some cool stuff as like a civilian human, too, and she defends herself well. But Renfield's doing some awesome murders <laughs> for the name of justice. Yeah, he did, a, he did a fantastic job. And, like, you don't want to be like, oh, well, he did it. Uh, well, oh, he's such a great hero and he's great with justice and whatnot. I, I would put him in, like, an anti-hero, like a Deadpool yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of person. Um, wants I mean, because there's that bad. Feel good, but yeah, has that badass energy. It, it's like, not, and it's badass, but it's also he's got that flaw, right? Of he brought Dracula innocent people to fucking eat for years and years. He's kind of a bad person too, and they explore that in the movie. Yeah. Even with when once Aquafina finds out, she's like, "No, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you." For like. 45 minutes until they like kind of like get past it 
But for a while, she's like, no, you're a fucking murderer. You're, you take innocent people and feed them to this guy, and you're a coward, and you're all this shit you think you are. Yeah. But then they get past it, and I like how they explore that, and then they're like, no, you can get through it. And it really is a message on, like, you know, toxic relationships, and it's funny how that's, like, the underlining theme and like, uh, abusive relationships. And, and it's it really fun. really was, though, guys. It's a fun take on that, though, yeah. which is a sensitive subject, but. It really was, though, guys. That's exactly what they did, is they made it into, like, a relationship kind of movie. Especially with the therapy group and my guy from Ghost, who's a fucking comedic mastermind. He is hilarious in whatever backup roles he put. He needs to just keep showing up and shit like this. It was just, it was, it was funny. Yeah. That's the best description I can give it, is it was, it was funny. Yeah, it was super funny. And I, I, uh. Unexpected. Unexpected, and you know the movie bombed, and it sucks. It was a 64 mil budget, and only made 29 back. So and really, yeah, yeah, it didn't do. It didn't yeah, do it's well. the opposite of what it was last week. I forgot what it went up against, but it was it, it was. Less. But this is a different, like weird flick. This isn't a fran. I mean, it's kind of a franchise with Dracula, but it's not like a. I don't know. None of the other movies are canon, though, so I don't think it's actually, like, I wouldn't actually say it's It's a French. Yeah, it's just kind I of mean, a weird, like, different take on mythology. I Dracula. Yeah. It, it's a cool movie, but I can see why it didn't have a lot of audience appeal. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was a great movie, and I, I thought everything, I'll give it a 7.4 out of 10. Okay. And I originally gave it a 6.9, but on my second watch, I thought it was a lot better. I was going with a 7.2. I can do that. And I'd give it a 7.5. I really enjoyed it. I guess it is. Oh, yeah. As always, our guests are answering. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good flick with a lot of, you know, fun moments. And this is one that you don't get bored through because every scene has something to it. If there's not, like, funny or cussing or, like, action or gore, or, there's always something going on. Nick Cage being a fucking madman, there's always something in the movie that yeah, you can... Yeah, she's yelling at somebody. Yeah, there's something Kyle. to be entertained by in, in every scene. And that's hard to do in a flick, so... it's And it's a fun, fast watch. That uh, We just watched it. That hour and a half went by, like, 30 minutes. It's, yeah. it's a quick movie. It's, it's a fun little chef's kiss of a film. So I recommend it to anybody. Go watch it. Absolutely, and like I said, if your child or teenager can handle gore and whatnot, and you're okay with them seeing gore, like, it's okay for them to watch it. There was barely any swear words. There, was barely, there wasn't any sex. Yes, that's so, true. So, honestly, I, I don't know what it was rated. Was it rated 13 or was it rated R? I think it was rated R because of all the brutality. Okay. Well, I think if they didn't have as much brutality and gore, it would have been PG-13. <coughs> yeah. But when you're ripping faces off and shit, you might have to give it a rated R. Collapsing people's bodies like they're deer running into a truck. But uh, I'm definitely, we'll never see a sequel to this ever, just because it didn't do well. Andrew Acula died at the end. There's no way for it. There's no reason for it to have a sequel. But... I'm excited with, with, I mean, of course, I'll, I'll watch whatever Nick Cage shows up in, but I'm, I'm also excited to see what the other two do next. Yeah. And Ben Schwartz, if he wants to show up in a cool role again, too, fucking Teddy was fun. Teddy was hilarious. <laughs> I love Teddy. He was like that old school, 
Yeah. Um, gangster, like, put him up, put him up. Yeah, like, but he was also like the son. His mom was running the show, and he's like, call I my mommy. Call, call my mom, call my mom, <laughs> yeah. call my mom. He was just like the sniveling kind of bitch, but like a fun bad guy. It was, it, it worked in context of the movie. I want to tell my mom. Yeah, he, like, it really worked. So, yeah, we really enjoyed this one. Uh, we're on our way to the theaters in a couple hours, and we're going to be watching the new movie, Talk to Me. Which mm-hmm. that will be a lot more for our our traditional horror fans that might have tuned out during this one. Definitely I really show. hope, guys, that this is good because I've seen the trailer. It looks creepy. And I've I've read about it a little bit, and like people are saying, this, "Oh, it's the scariest movie I've seen." Da, 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 da. Oh, and it's just, oh my god, I hope they mean it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this time. They mean it. Yeah. And, like, I actually, like, get afraid in the theaters. Yeah. Because I've never had that. Yeah. Well, that's a hard thing to get. But uh, we'll see what happens. And we're going to talk about it next week. That might as well be our review Mm -hmm. while it's fresh in our heads. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. Make sure to check out the TikTok. A lot of new content for that coming soon. Yep. (coughs) Hootie-hoo. (laughs) Hootie-hoo.